0: Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Worthing. Well, today is uh, an exciting day uh, because today is Pentecost Sunday, as many of you will know, and what that day represents. So this morning is all about how God released his spirit in that time then, But God is releasing his spirit now for what he wants to do today. And God has been speaking to us clearly over the last few weeks. And last Sunday, the message was like a prophetic release. It was like God speaking to us as a church, to the church in the nation. It was like a release. And so this morning, what we're going to do is we're going to pick up From that, we're gonna share a little bit together. Then we're gonna have a time where we're all gonna respond. It's like a fresh consecration this morning, fresh release and baptism of His Holy Spirit so that we can then be empowered for the new era that we are at the beginning of. Sounds like a big phrase, but, but God is yeah. reordering things in a completely new way. Yeah. So there's an era that is finished and there's a new era that has begun. And therefore we need to be open, we need to discern, we need to be ready and willing and available to, 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 to align ourselves in every way that, that God wants us to for this new season. So before Jane shares for a bit, one of the phrases that God gave us last week was a reawakening for a re-empowering. That God is reawakening the church at this time to re-empower it. What for though? He is re-empowering the church for the recommissioning of the Great Commission. He gave that commission 2000 years ago, but you know, because we're at the beginning of a new era, that means we can't do things in the same way as we have done. God has blessed an era that has just finished, but he can't bless a new era in the way that he wants to if we go about it in the ways that were in the the old era. So we need to acclimatize ourselves in our thinking, understanding, and in our actions for this new era. And as we go forward, God blesses, God comes upon us, God empowers us for that new era of time in the way that He wants to. So James is gonna share for a bit, then I'm gonna pick up uh, from that, share for a few minutes after that, and then we're gonna go into a time of response and release in terms of what God wants to do this morning.
1: Well, you may have noticed we're not in the building <laughs> and um, we decided that because God in, in a way has um, kicked us out of the building and locked the door, so we're not in the building here today, we're outside in um, the grounds of Roffey, looks very much like a harvest field as the grass is getting longer and longer and um, it's, we've done this on purpose because um, church is going to look different. We're not in the four wars anymore. You may be clambering to get back into them, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. And um, this is an exciting day. There's new things ahead for every single one of us. And this is so exciting, maybe a bit scary. And um, we're just going to look at a scripture. We were praying last night, and um, uh, I felt the Lord say to me to read again from Luke 5. where Jesus told the disciples to throw their nets over the other side. Um, he says that to them in Luke 21, but in Luke 5, he also says, throw your nets into the deep. And we're just going to look there and I, I just felt, you know, I was like, Lord, I've already shared this an, a couple of times and I felt the Lord say, you need to get more specific because there's stuff in this for every single one of us in, in this season. So. We're gonna look in Luke 5. And um, Jesus asked Simon in verse three, the owner of the boat to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it's deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Uh, Master Simon replied, we worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I'll let the nets down again and this time their nets were so full of fish they began to tear a shout for help brought their partners in the other boats and soon both boats were filled with fish and on the verge of sinking and I just want to unpack some of the things in this I felt God was saying uh, again very very specifically for us Um, two years ago with the last She Conference God said to, uh, I felt God say throw your nets on the other side which is what he said in Luke 21 um, to the disciples and um, that so we've been on a journey of okay what do you mean by that Lord we knew it was right to finish the she conference and then faith camp finished and, and God is speaking about other things changing um, in this season and it's a shift of uh, focus a shift of position a shift of looking at the harvest but when I looked again last night In the Luke 5 version, um, there's a version that says not just about throwing your nets on the other side, but he says, launch out into the deep. And this is a launching season for every single one of us. Okay, And I looked up what does the word launch mean? And it says, start a new activity, especially one that involves some risk. (laughs) (laughs) so exciting days yeah Uh, risky days maybe if God says to stop some things because it's because new things are about to open up ahead of us and um, we know God's been saying that for a while but he's saying launch out and I just want to speak over every single one of us this morning that today is a launch day for you and for us to launch into new things new things he has for you to be doing and launching into the deep is like lord i want to go deeper with you because there is so much more of you for me for us there is more than we can ask or imagine by the power of the holy spirit in us so holy spirit today the more the more the more of you that we want to go deeper with you we want to go higher with you we want to dive deep into who you are know you more because you want us to launch out today with who you are to the people that need you amen yeah so this is a launch day a risky day a day of new things there are new things for you to step into things that you've maybe been pondering you're like god is this you and he's saying yes it is me step out into what i'm speaking to you because there's a world that needs to hear what you are carrying what what you're hearing what i'm asking you to do there'll be creative release for you there's going to be new businesses there's going to be new positioning and that's the next thing that this speaks about is um that there's a positioning when Jesus said to them throw your nets on the other side and the Lord said to me last night just imagine that you're all in a boat okay so we're all in a boat we've all been facing one direction and throwing our nets over and when Jesus says Throw your nets on the other side. We all have to shift. We all have to turn at the same time. We all have to to shift and focus in a new direction, because if we don't, then that messes things up. But so I think God purposely shut the doors of the building. So we all have to shift our focus. But There's a shifting for each one of us and I just speak again today, a shift for you and over us, a shift of position from where we have been focused to where God wants us focused now. And that involves focusing on the lost and focusing on the harvest, that the harvest fields are ripe for harvest. And he says, send out the workers and we are those workers. So there's a shift in position and focus for every single one of us. Um that means we have to turn we have to physically we have to spiritually hear the lord and then we physically do something different that we haven't been doing before and the holy spirit is coming today to release boldness and courage for those things that he's asking us to do for the new he's he's asking us to turn towards so thank you lord for boldness and courage on all of us today come holy spirit like you did In Acts, when the apostles needed more boldness and more courage to bring the gospel. So it's a shifting of position, a shifting of focus and our attention onto the harvest. And I believe today in this shifting that um, in Acts, it says um, the Holy Spirit came on them and they were speaking other languages. And you know, the Lord wants to anoint us with the language of of God to the world so that we are able to converse with the world and they understand what we're saying, that they understand the gospel um, in in their way. So Holy Spirit, again, anoint us today with to speak the world's language, but with you, to make you famous, that they understand who you are in this time, because you, God, are so good and you want to be known, be made known. You want to be on the lips of every person in our town or community. (laughs) Amen. There's an anointing on us as well, I believe, the Holy Spirit wants to bring for us to be able to gather. And I don't mean in large buildings, I mean around your home and around your table. That the Lord will give you ideas, he'll give you the heart and the compassion today Uh, For for those that he wants you to meet and and bring around your table, bring into your home, bring into your workplace, whether you gather there, um, to to meet together, have communion together, pray together, just worship together even um, at this time. And the other major thing about this word is when these guys couldn't do it on their own in, in their little boat. They had to call to the other boats in the area and say, come and help. And the catch was so large. And and this is the time where the Lord wants us to be working together as the church, not just our church. And this is something that is really important, I believe, to the Lord at the moment, that we um, operate as the church in a town or community or even a village. our focus isn't for our focus at the moment isn't just kingdom faith our focus is is Horsham and it's the nation and other nations and Israel but in that we're working together with others and um and God is doing a work across our town bringing believers together to be praying there's 24 7 prayer going on um, at this moment it has been for 10 days now across all believers in Horsham we need to work together and I believe it's a big, it's a big shift for King of Faith to work with other churches in our in our community, um, but the Lord is what the Lord wants, and it's what is needed for the harvest to come in. Because it, again, like I said, it's going to be a a large harvest of fish, and our nets would break on their own. We wouldn't be able to cope. So Father, I just thank you that that you know where we may have struggled with with to work with other churches before. Lord, we repent of any wrong attitudes or or, or anything like that that lord today anoint us help us to work with the other churches in our communities Lord whether it's a town or a village or a city or our nation to bring in this harvest together thank you Lord we have pure hearts to one another because Lord where where we're working for one purpose for the kingdom to come Lord will release a blessing and I just speak that blessing over our town our community your town your community where we gather with other believers whether that's praying or working strategizing whatever it is that we will see an amazing harvest brought in together we will pull together for the glory of god to be seen amen
0: yeah we'll
1: pull together for the glory of god to be seen and his church will be glorified thank you lord the other way i would put this that god has been doing with with me with with many of us is is that we we are his bride okay and it's like we've heard um or the bridesmaid where we've heard the shout that Jesus is coming. And many of us have been woken up and, and awake for a long time and praying for the, the church to wake up and for us all to um, hear him, respond to him because the bride or well, bridesmaids, when they, when they know he's on his way, that they get ready. There's something in them that wakes up and says he's, he's on his way. Um, we need to be not busy, <laughs> like the saying goes, Jesus is coming, look busy. It's not that. It's Jesus is coming. Let's be prepared in our own hearts and lives and response. But the other thing that happens when Jesus is coming and we know that there's this feast, this, this wedding feast and banquet that Jesus is putting on for all people to come to is that he wants us to go into the highways, the byways, the country lanes, he says, and find people and bring them in. And this time is about bringing in the harvest. It's about us our hearts being ready before the Lord, open before the Lord for his heart, for his download of compassion, for the lost, for the broken at this time. And there are many of them for the grieving, for the distraught, for the traumatised. And that may even be you watching today. But Jesus says, come to him. And our heart cry is, yes, come. to th- Those of you that are thirsty, come to Jesus, the spirit and the bride. They say, come to Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. You know, we're in a a Kairos moment, which we, we spoke about last week. And the word Kairos means the right, critical, opportune moment. The right time for the right action. And one of the things that we said last week is God always does the right thing at the right time. And God is reordering things, God is decluttering things, God is simplifying things. And when we use the word things, we mean us, our lives, the church, so that we can really line everything up, our lives, the church, the way we are as the church uh, with him at this time. And so this word shift has been used quite a bit, whether Jane's used it or I've used it or you've listened to other prophetic voices and words that have been given a shift that is taking place. And, And that's a shift from one era, as we've said, into a new era. What does that mean? It means we've never been this way before. And because we've never been this way before, we can't look to the old ways that we've done things and said, well, this is the way that God is gonna do it now. Now, we know that God is the same yesterday, today and forever. His nature never changes. But some of the ways that he does things changes from one era to the next, from one generation to the next in terms of the way that he outworks what he's doing. And so we want to honour everything that God has done in one era of time. But we also then want to honour Him because we respond to Him in terms of what He wants to do and the way that He wants to do things going forward. And and just to share something in terms of one of the changes that's gonna be happening here you know, as part of Kingdom Faith. We know that Faith Camp uh, finished a couple of years ago and God clearly spoke to us then and said, that if you continue Faith Camp, it will get in the way of what I'm doing. It won't serve what I'm doing. Now, when we think two years later, with all the lockdown and everything else, it would have been canceled anyway. It was like God prepared us ahead of time and said, I can see two years down the line in a way that you guys can't. So I want you to stop Faith Camp now because a new day is coming, a new era is coming. And in the same way God has been speaking to us as a leadership about some things in Kingdom Faith. And one of the things that we just wanna communicate now is uh, from the autumn, uh, Kingdom Faith Bible College, the training school is not gonna be happening any longer. Uh, And so the residential Bible College is gonna stop Uh, from the autumn. God has been speaking to us saying, I want you to train many people in many places, not just a few people in one place. So we're praying through what that looks like in terms of reordering the kind of training and equipping that we do. We're not going to be just taking the Bible college curriculums and just putting them online because we know God is saying that's been right for one era of time. Both faith camp and the college have been a major part of faith camp for the last 35, 40 years, uh, uh, Kingdom of Faith, sorry. Um, but we know going forward, God is talking about a new era, a new paradigms, new ways of doing things. And so we're praying into that and what it's gonna look like going forward. Of course, we're gonna continue training and equipping people, whether it's in the church here, whether it's other believers elsewhere, but we wanna train many people in many places, not just a few in one place. And in a moment when we pray and respond to the Lord, uh, we're here in the grounds of Roffey Place. Roffey Place is an amazing well of what God has done over the years. It's been a place of encounter and a place of huge life transformation. Maybe many of you, of your lives have been so impacted by being through the Bible College or what this place represents. It's been a place of teaching, equipping, a place of sending, and, and so we believe it was so right as well that being out here in the grounds of Roffey, being outside a building, being in more of a place where you know, it looks like a harvest field behind us, uh, because God has said to us, gear everything for harvest. And so when we pray in a few minutes, we're gonna consecrate ourselves. We're gonna come before the Lord. We're gonna allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us in a fresh way. We're going to break bread together. We're going to have community together. Why are we going to do that? because communion represents a Jesus-centered life. What communion represents is all of the victory that Jesus accomplished on the cross in the power of the Holy Spirit. What what does communion mean? It means a life lived in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so God is re-empowering us as He re-commissions us for the great commission going forward. So this is a Kairos moment for us as Kingdom Faith. It's a Kairos moment for us as the church. So what I want you to do now, whatever it looks like in your home, I want you just to position yourself physically in whatever position you know is right for you. You might want to kneel down. You might want to get before the Lord like that. You might want to lie down on your face before Him. Maybe for you, you just want to sit there in a place to receive with your hands out. Maybe others, you want to stand because for you, you know, you want to stand before the Lord in this moment. But let's just position ourselves. Let's just get ready right now as we respond to Him, as we respond to the Holy Spirit today on the day of Pentecost. So let's just position ourselves and let's get ready right now Father I thank you that you do things when we least expect and when you move you move and you do the unexpected and father none of us expected to be living in days like we are at this moment But in this moment where we least expect something to happen, when we're all in our homes, we're not gathered together, we're not all in one place, but we are in one place spiritually, we're all in our homes. And when you released your spirit on the day of Pentecost, your word says the whole house was filled with your spirit, with the wind and with the fire, the whole house was filled. And Father, in our homes right now, that You would fill every house with Your Spirit in a fresh way. Every room in our homes would be filled with You in a fresh way as we come before You. And right now, Father, we surrender afresh to You. We consecrate our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our lives we consecrate our marriages our families we consecrate our homes that we live in we consecrate we surrender afresh our finances our possessions everything that we have We consecrate afresh to You. For our lives and everything we have to be set apart, to be consecrated to You for Your holy purpose. That everything we are and everything that we have is available to You, to be used by You. to not only serve and love one another, but to go out and serve and love the harvest. And Father, we thank You that in this consecration right now, as You come upon us by Your Holy Spirit, Your compassion, Your love comes upon us and in us and released in us in a fresh way so that we see with your eyes of compassion. We see with your eyes of love. And we respond to you and to people. And we go to the people with your love and with your compassion that we take all the blinkers off right now, any blind spots that we have are removed. Holy Spirit, would you take control? Would you take the reins, the steering wheel? We relinquish control of our lives and we hand them over to you. Holy Spirit, would you come right now, afresh upon us? Do you, in your room, wherever you are, invite the Holy Spirit, just invite him now. Holy Spirit, come upon me afresh, come upon my marriage, come upon my family, come upon my home, come upon my household. Come upon my relationships. Come upon my finances. Come upon my possessions. Come upon everything that I have and that I am. Come upon me afresh right now. I cry out to you, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come afresh upon me. Come afresh upon us. Come and work and move in the way that only you can work and move and be released amongst us in a fresh way. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. We thank You, we praise You, you, we honour You. you, you, We thank You that You fill us to overflowing rivers of living water. Rivers of living water that cannot be contained. That cannot be controlled. Rivers of living water. We honour you, Father. We honour you, Jesus. We honour you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name hallowed be Your Name, Your Kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Grace us Holy Spirit to adjust, grace us to shift, grace us to move in whatever way you want to move. When Jesus came out of the tomb and he was in the garden. Mary didn't recognise him. He was still Jesus. But it was only when he spoke her name in a way that he did, she suddenly recognised Master. She was looking for Jesus in the way that she had known Jesus. And we don't want to look for Jesus and look for certain things in a way that we've been used to. Let us listen to the way in which Jesus is speaking to us now so that we recognise Him and His voice and how He's working and moving now. The disciples on the road, Jesus was walking with them after He was resurrected. They didn't recognise Him. They were saying, it was like this, it was like that when we were with Him. It was like there was such a fire within us. And it was only when they got into the house and He broke bread that they suddenly were like, Master, There's a fire on the inside of us. A fire that we know is from Him because we know it is Him. But let's allow Him to break bread, to reveal Himself in a fresh way to us so that we, as part of the great co-mission, walk with Him in the way that He wants us to in this new era Mm. of days. And so we're going to break bread together. We're going to break bread because it represents living in the power of His resurrected life. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We praise your name. So let's get the, the bread and the wine ready so that we can break bread, we can share in communion and God continue to work powerfully uh, amongst us. So I'm just gonna get my bread and wine that I prepared earlier. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. What does the bread represent? The bread is Jesus's body. Why is it so powerful? Because Jesus laid down his life. He gave himself for us. He allowed his body to be beaten, punished, whipped, that represents us being healed and also him taking upon himself all of our sin and everything that would separate us from him. What does the blood represent? Sorry, what does the wine represent? The wine represents the blood of Jesus. Why is this so important? Because it was his blood that was shed that enables us to be forgiven, that enables us to be healed. By his stripes we were healed and his blood was shed for the healing of sicknesses but also for the forgiveness of sin. Why is communion so important, so powerful? Because It represents what Jesus overcame on the cross, sin, sickness, and death. And when He he rose again, because He'd overcome all of those things. And so this doesn't just represent what He accomplished on the cross, it represents the resurrection life that we now live in. And it's a life of power. And that's why this is so relevant to be having communion today on the day of Pentecost. So if you want to just take hold of your bread or your cracker or whatever you have, just take hold of it right now. Jesus, we thank you that you gave your life for us. And when you were with the disciples at that last supper that you had with them, you took the bread and you broke it. And you said, this is my body given for you. We thank you, Jesus. And then you took the cup. And you said this is the blood of a new covenant the this blood which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins and then you said every time you do this remember me jesus never meant for us just to remember something historically he said remember the reality the power the life that i've given you not just to have communion with, but the life that you live in the power of my Holy Spirit. So let's just take the bread right now and let's just pass it around uh, in your situation. Let's just have communion together. Thank you, Lord. You might want to take a moment just to pray together in your home. Just thank the Lord for his presence. Thank him for his power. Thank you for what he's done in your life. We praise your name. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's just eat together now. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that as we eat now and as we drink, I believe God's going to heal people as you drink of the cup. There's no magic in the cup itself. Our faith is in who God is. and But as we by faith eat and drink of who Jesus is, we eat and drink of our salvation. We eat and drink of our healing. We eat and drink of the fullness of who he is. And so his fullness overtakes anything else that's going on in us yeah. that's not of him. So as you drink now, by faith, just take hold of your healing. By faith, the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you and sicknesses are going to go. Things are going to leave people's bodies right now. We thank you, Lord. We praise your name. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. blood of Christ shed for you. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus.
1: Thank, you, thank Jesus. you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is so, so powerful. Lord, that every day, Lord, we can commune with you and have communion. Lord, we can remember the might and power of who you are that is in us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord. There's a a verse in song of song seven that says, the Lord says, I decree, I will ascend and arise. I will take hold of you with my power. And Lord, we thank you that right now, you. you are taking hold of us yeah. with your power in a fresh way today. We thank you, Lord, for a release of your power in our lives, Lord, a release of your blood that is, as, set us free, that has forgiven our sins, that has healed all our diseases, Lord you have delivered us from evil, we thank thank you for your power released today in a fresh way in our lives for others Lord to come into we thank you Lord for your power on us today to launch us out, to launch us into the deep things of you to launch us out from where we've been Lord into new places to launch us into your kingdom coming in power Lord through us we thank you Lord you launch us where you want us that it may seem risky that it may seem scary but Holy Spirit you empower us with boldness and courage and love that cannot be stopped In Jesus' name, we give you the glory, Lord. We give you the glory that you you come in new ways, glorify your name by what what you do in your church in this hour. Thank you, Lord. Thank
0: you, Lord. Father, we thank you just for the fire of your spirit. At the beginning of the year, Father, you you spoke to us and you're releasing your fire in a fresh way. And we thank You that as we stir up the gift that is within us today, Your Spirit in us, the fire of Your Spirit, we thank You for that fresh release of fire in our own lives personally, but also the embers in our nation that haven't gone out. We thank You that those embers in our nation are fanned into flame as well at this time. That the fire of Your Spirit works and moves right across this nation, in homes all across this nation, where people across your church are Uh, hearing your word, worshiping, having communion today, that the fire of your spirit would just come upon your church right across this nation and across the world. We thank you, Lord. We praise your mighty, awesome name. Just finally, what does Acts 1 verse 8 say? Jesus said to the disciples, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, where you live, in Judea, in your nation, in Samaria, to other people groups and to the rest of the earth, to the world, to the nations. And so God is re-empowering us in a fresh way to go and win and make disciples this is not for the church to consume what God is doing this is to empower for release for the harvest so Father we thank you for what you've been doing this morning we thank you for what you're doing in this time we thank you that you continue to work and move amongst us in these coming days and weeks and months Father we thank you for your grace to enable us to be how you need us to be through this season of time and where Father any of us feel jaded You come with your strength and hope and vitality. Father, I just pray now, anybody that doesn't know you, maybe you've been part of the meeting this morning, say, well, I don't know Jesus. You can take a simple step this morning and simply say, Jesus, I surrender to you. I want you to come into my life today. I want to surrender everything. If that is your heart and response today, please get in touch with us info at KingdomFaith.com and we'll get in touch with you. If not, have a chat with those in your room that you might be with. Say, hi, how to help me give my life to Jesus. If you're not at that point yet, but you want to know more, we're running Alpha starting tomorrow, June the 1st, 7 p.m. online and the information is coming up on the screen in a little while uh, just after the the service here to continue watching and you'll see on the screen how you can register how you can connect into alpha and discover more of who jesus is and what it is like to know him so be blessed today guys in everything that's going on You might want to spend a bit of time throughout the day at another point saying, Jesus, I just want to get before you and just give you time and space to come upon me in a fresh way. Let him speak to you. Write things down that he's saying to you. As you begin to write, you'll be amazed at what he begins to say to you and you go, wow, okay. And and as you're writing it, God works it too in your heart and life. So be really, really blessed today, guys. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith Podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you.